Hello and welcome to the Supernatural Podcast. I'm Jill and I'm here with my podcasting partner, Daniel. Hello, Jill, and hello, listeners. Hello, listeners. And today we are talking about something that I drink regularly and have that was me just knocking over a crystal um, <laughs> and something that um, I think we all should be drinking regularly and that is cacao so Dan what do you think about cacao have you tried it I don't think so no I think I would have remembered because like what we're going to talk about is the really high form of cacao and not cocoa which people would yeah think. it's not cocoa is it it's not yeah, chocolate I imag- drink I imagine when you said have you ever drank cacao people's image in the head is hot chocolate which is yeah. like that is kind of derived from what cacao is that's just kind of gone further down the process route yeah. adding sugar and making it sweet so raw cacao is totally different so no I don't think I have had it but I'm yeah I'm open to try it yeah so I started drinking cacao properly when I had COVID actually because it was one of the few things that I could actually taste and I wanted to protect my immune system, which iron is really good for, and cacao is really high in iron. So that's when I started drinking it. Now I've drank it every day since and could just continued with it. And I've tried a few different types and yeah, different milks as well. So I'll talk about all of that kind of stuff. And, um, but first of all, we're going to start with the history of it, right? It's got a pretty interesting history, I think. Yeah. I don't know a lot about the Aztecs and the Mayans and the Incas and things like that, but once you start reading about them, it's quite a fascinating culture, isn't it? And cacao beans and cacao drinks and the rituals behind it, it's, um, it was a big part of their culture, wasn't it? Yeah, and you all know I love a chocolate-based study of any sign, yeah. of any description. Well, it so, used to be chocolate and red wine, but you've, you know, you're off the alcohol train now, so... Yeah, ditch the red wine. Mm. But the chocolate now has become... Maybe that's why I've done it. God, I never thought about that. Maybe it's because I've started drinking cacao that I've, like, ditched the, the alcohol... You like a good, like, ritualistic drink, don't you? You have your apple cider vinegar oh, yeah. every day. Yeah, you cacao every day. You have your, your one coffee on the morning. <laughs> it used to be red wine. Yeah. We've discovered a thing there. Yeah, it's a ritualistic. I only drink ritually. <laughs> yeah. If it's not in a ritual, I'm just, it's just not yeah, worth I drinking. Don't, I don't drink it. Otherwise, it's water. <laughs> yeah, so. But, um, yeah, so let's just talk about the history of cacao. So it's from Mesoamerica, so mid-America, and it dates back to over 4,000 years ago. That's pretty hardcore, isn't it? It had a divine status in the Olmec, Izapan, Maya, Toltec, Aztec, and Incas um, cultures. And it was consumed mainly by the elite and used for all their rituals and their ceremonies. Um, Chocolatol is means bittersweet in the language of the Nahumatl people. So that's where the word chocolate comes from. But cacao comes from one of the Inca words. Cortez, the the Spanish conquistador, who actually obliterated most of the mid-American cultures, to be fair. He wasn't a particularly nice man, was he? But he was the first European to actually taste um, cacao when he dined with Montezuma, he said the following quote, and he wasn't known for his love of culture of indigenous people. Um, The drink is the healthiest thing and the greatest sustenance of anything you could drink in the world because he who drinks a cup of this liquid, no matter how far he walks, can go a whole day without eating anything else. Very high praise for a cup of uh, hot chocolate, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So it was kind of like a sustenance drink as well. Mm. 
Um, so yeah, so it's it's um, pretty much a, a very rich history coming from that. And then of course, that's when cacao beans got transferred over to Europe and then it got mixed with all sorts of processed things and became chocolate. But chocolate is a very low vibrational version it, of cacao. Yeah, what we know as chocolate's kind of been processed and manufactured and it's kind of a long way from raw cacao. It is in the same the same field but like obviously with the cacao they didn't add sugar and they heat it and they process it and it, it's just becomes mm. totally, totally unhealthy and definitely not ritualistic no not ritualistic at all um the beans were so valuable back in the day they were actually used as currency and then of course when it came over to europe the europeans loved it, it sounds like the history of coffee as well doesn't it very similar yeah yeah there's lots like of us... stuff came from like the that american way and we just adopted it didn't we yeah and People will probably think, well, why is it just the those kind of Middle America countries which regarded cacao so highly? It's because it only it only grows at the equator, so the rest of the world, like Europe and places like that, didn't have it because it needs it needs a certain type of climate. Kind of the same as coffee beans. We spoke about the coffee belt. That's where mm-hmm. the highest grade coffee grows. So, hence why Europeans didn't experience these things until relatively recently, compared to some of the rest of the world. It's literally just geography where these things grow. Obviously, the climate's different near the equator. Yeah, so um, so that's the history of cacao. So let's look at the health benefits of it because it's actually a really healthy drink. Do you want to go first? Or shall I go? Go on, you can go. So it's really high in antioxidants um, and it protects the heart and the cardiovascular system. In fact, in a lot of rituals now, it's called a heart medicine. So it's it's associated with the heart chakra. So you know, like all these, you know, what always amazes me, like these old traditions and things, they knew about it, didn't they? They mm. knew this kind of stuff. Um, I was watching this something the other day and it was about like one of, when I was doing all my aromatherapy and stuff, one of the things about aromatherapy is that rosemary, if you're having an exam, rosemary is really good for, rosemary oil is really good for revising and stuff. And it was on this, I don't know, I just flicked onto it. And there was a guy, a professor from Newcastle University actually testing rosemary oil and they were doing like recall things. And it was proven, and he was saying it's because rosemary is got this chemical in it that activates this part of the brain that's associated with memory. So it's like it works, but he was like worked out the science of it, why it yeah. worked. But for centuries, people have known that rosemary is really good for memory. Mm. So that's interesting, isn't it? Because like the ancient people knew this stuff. So yeah, it's called so it's a heart medicine closely associated with the heart chakra um it's ha- it's really high in magnesium i mean magnesium is really good if you can't sleep um so uh if you have sleep problems then then this take magnesium but cacao is one of the highest food sources that contain magnesium um it supports the heart as we said the brain and relaxes the muscles as well um, it also contains iron, which is really good for your immune system and for your blood. And uh, potassium, copper, zinc, selenium, phosphorus, and sulfur. So it's got lots of minerals in it. Yeah, it's very it's very high in those um, kind of trace minerals and nutrients. Yeah. So we often we often talk about on this like yeah, your main three macronutrients like fats, proteins, and carbs. This is more down the 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 scale of the the micronutrients, isn't it? Yeah. It's got things like theobromine, a mild stimulant, which boosts mood and it contains caffeine, like which we mentioned uh, in mm-hmm. the, our caffeine podcast. So, yeah, you can probably see why Cortez 
felt those benefits because there's genuine a lot of healthy stuff going on in in cacao yeah it also contains naturally healthy fats cacao butter is naturally present and like you said theobromine so it's got positive energy um it's compa- compared to caffeine theobromine gives a longer and softer energy without the peaks and troughs of caffeine so mm. probably a good alternative if uh, you wanted to try like switch your coffee around it's also found to reduce coughing asthma symptoms and hardens tooth enamel mm. so yeah it's got so many health benefits and hasn't it yeah. And, um, since we were talking about the history at the start, the the Greek name for a cacao drink is Theobroma cacao, which literally equals food of the gods. So Thea is God and Broma is food. So even they knew the amazing health properties of it. Yeah, interesting, isn't it? And it also contains um, the bliss molecule. I'll let you say it. Right. I've got it written down somewhere. Um, it? Anandamide. Anandamide. An- anandamide, yeah. That's one of the weird... Like, there's you get all these, like, antioxidants and words and stuff, but, like, it just sounds loads better when you just say the bliss molecule because everyone understands that. <laughs> it so it activates the bliss molecule inside of you, which creates a feeling of euphoria, and it also activates tryptophan, which is... Um, so it contains tryptophan, which is what's also in Turkey, which makes you sleepy after your Christmas dinner. So it's got some really good things in it. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And like you say, the, like anything, the higher quality you can get, oh, yeah. the, the better it's going to be. Don't just go for the cheapest option. And with that being said, the, the research that I did showed that there was three different types you can get so criollo was the most valuable and that was the best it had like the, the nicest taste as well mm-hmm. um forestero which was the most common one people buy it's a little bit cheaper and it's slightly more bitter mm-hmm. um and then there was trinitario which was kind of a hybrid of the other two so if you want the best stuff obviously you're going to pay a little bit more but the taste is going to be better um it's called criollo so maybe that's the one you've got Creole. i've not looked actually i should have a look i've not really looked at the. Mm-hmm. i always look for the raw and organic obviously and sustainably yeah. sourced there's lots of places to sell it now so but obviously like the more you pay the better you good quality usually and just make sure it's sustainable and i buy mine in a big block comes in like a big block and you just kind of cut bits off just like you you know you've bought a big pack of raw heroin straight from yeah <laughs> straight from south america <laughs> it looks like <laughs> it looks like a giant just block of resin (laughs) (laughs) and you just like get a sharp knife and just chop bits off it and um you need some scales because you need to weigh it so the dosages i normally just go for like a 50 12 to 15 gram dose Mm. so they reckon that this is the the dosage that you should be using 10 to 25 grams is a casual dose i would say 25 grams is heading up up there like for kind of high 25 to 35 grams is a medium dose and 35 to 45 grams is a ceremonial dose. Um, now, I've had ceremonial doses of cacao before, and it is best to be in a ceremony when you do it, like not mm. just in an everyday life go, yeah, but have a ceremonial dose because the stuff, it's like you need that whole energy and you need the, the, to be with other people when you do it because mm. 
you need to be in a ceremony because it's all about like intention and using the heart medicine and and it can really act it's really activating it really activates your central nervous system so if you're using it alongside things like breath work and stuff which is already activating you can send yourself into a bit of a a bit of a like a penal gland kind of dmt kind of stuff going yeah. on there that you can really set off a lot of stuff so you've got to be with someone who knows how to guide you through that it's a plant medicine so it's definitely medicinal so you shouldn't be using it um lightly even though we think of it as like chocolate it's, it's an actual you know if you're doing a ceremonial dose you need to be with people who can get you out of it <laughs> if you know what i mean yeah there's, there's people who train in this thing and professionals and um like you said be very careful with the with the dosage what did um terence mckenna call it you know that he was kind of the what we would say the modern father of psychedelic research terence mckenna and he called yeah. it a hero's dose <laughs> yeah a hero's dose a hero dose, yeah. i've had a hero's dose of it and uh, it's amazing and i was using it with breath work and the two go really well together but it, like you said, you need to do it, be doing it for a long period of time. You need to have the time. You can't just do it and then just carry on with your day because mm. it starts setting off stuff in your brain and stuff. It's like breathwork. People say, can I do breathwork on conscious connected breathwork? And you're like, yeah, of course you can, but don't do it to the intensity that you're not going to be able to get yourself back. <laughs> you know like yeah. you need somebody to make sure that you're all right that you're regulating yourself that you're able to come back um so yeah don't do it on your lunch break at work and then like have the worst afternoon ever yeah or the best afternoon ever but yeah. you know <laughs> so yeah so i've had both ceremonial doses but like for everyday use i'll probably just go for 12 to 15 grams of it and then mix it so the way i do it i mean there's you can i guess you can do it any either way but i've tried both ways where you put the cacao in the pan first and then add the milk once the cacao's melted but i prefer it the other way where you put the milk in first and then mix the cacao in right um, so could you have it with water as well yeah you is, have it is with the milk water. better for taste obviously yeah it doesn't mix with cow's milk so you don't use dairy milk with it right. um it doesn't actually um mix well with dairy so um i used i started i've used all sorts of different types of milk um, almond, oat. I don't like oat milk. It just doesn't help for me. It's not really very healthy either, is it? It's like, yeah, the only milk for me is from a cow, to be honest. Yeah, well, I see, like, I can't drink dairy, although I do a little bit, but I'm not meant to. Um, I do have a little bit in my coffee, but um, from all these like nut milks and stuff, they're not natural milks, are they? But whereas I think, like, I'd started using coconut milk, which is a natural milk, if you know what yeah. I mean. You yeah, don't have to but... do much to it. It's there already. It is a milk. So I find coconut milk is the best one for me to that, that I've found. And also because I've got quite used to the taste now, when I first started drinking cacao, I had to mix it with honey or something sweet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because right. it's, it's the bitter taste. Because it's really bitter. When you first drink it, you'd be like, Ugh. if you try. <laughs> well, that's why people it. have milk in coffee because coffee's bitter. Yeah. I thought, oh, God, I love it. I love chocolate. I'm going to love cacao. And I just thought, yay. And then I drank <laughs> they it. They killed like, you. <laughs> God, it's horrible. It's like that really bitter taste. Um, so, yeah, to mix it with something. But I was mixing honey in with it at first. And then I've just gradually stopped doing that. But you can mix chili in with it. Chili's meant to be really nice with it. I haven't tried that yet. Um, I put turmeric in it. Turmeric's really nice because it's kind of earthy. Mm. and and cacao's really earthy as well 
Yeah, what about um like sea salt or high quality salt? You know, sometimes yeah, you get like salt. chocolate with sea salt. You obviously get yeah. chocolate with chili as well. That's a that's a nice flavor combination, isn't it? Yeah, so you could yeah, it's just like playing around with the combinations and cinnamon, that's another one that that's good. So chili, yeah. Um, so yeah, just play around with it, but like now I just drink it with nothing in it. So you 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 mix it up and then you just drink it over the period of what, like five, 10 minutes? Do you always yes. drink it as part of like a, a ritual or do you sometimes just drink it just as a, a just normal drink? Sometimes I drink it just as a normal drink, but I do try it. Like the whole thing about doing a drinking cacao is like, because it takes a little time. You've got to like prepare it and stir it. And the whole thing is to be stirring it and don't burn it. Don't let it burn. That's another thing because um, it's already bitter enough. You don't want to add doesn't like getting burned so you've got to keep it on a low heat so it takes a little while for it to melt into the so the milk to get hot enough to melt it in mm. so the whole point of the thing is you should be stirring it and you should be having an intention um putting the intention into the cacao or singing to it or talking to it sometimes i talk to it and the dogs think i've lost the plot because they're like why are you not talking to me um so yeah or you should at least have an intention when you you stir in your cacao like what you if you want an answer to a question or do you want to just improve your day do you want to be happier um whatever it is so you start putting the intention in as you're stirring it and as you're stirring it you'll notice it gets quite frothy um some people use a milk frother as well just to make it a bit more frothy but that was part of the whole rituals um from the olden days shall we say the original rituals was to pour it from pot to pot to get the froth on the top because the whole point is that the froth that's where the magic intentions from mother cacao comes from uh, i see it in my mind i can just imagine like a witch's pot like bubbling over yeah it's a bit like that and then you uh, add all your stuff into it you keep stirring it just with a wooden spoon or like you say you can do a little bit of frothing with it and then when it's ready you'll know when it's ready because it's all mixed together and it looks like a really dark liquid um you can make it so when you if you're doing a ceremonial it'll come out quite thick but um if you're just doing a casual dose it'll just be like just like tea you know about mm. that texture but that's when you know you're getting a ceremonial dose is when it's quite thick like paste like almost and um and that's when you're drinking it with an intention and you don't drink a lot of it the little cacao cups are only like like almost like shot glasses shot cups um and then you drink it with kind of an intention and you're meant to like, um, you can call, you hold it to your heart. So you're meant to, I've, I've got my cup here, it's still warm. So I'm demonstrating to Dan. So you're meant to hold it to your heart and let the warmth go into your heart and just say thank you to the cacao mother, mother cacao, and just let the bubbles pop. And then they'll like, you'll feel the steam on your face and stuff and you just breathe it in that's the first part of it and you say thanks give thanks to it and then you just drink it really slowly with intention i normally try and sit outside when i'm drinking it so you like your feet are in the earth and it's just a way of connecting to the earth again yeah and anything which you do like ritualistic and with good intentions heart like that. Heart. yeah yeah anything anything you do like that with good intentions is obviously gonna it's just gonna like even just little things like improve your digestion and, yeah. and just make you enjoy it more it's like we've spoken about people like in the past like we, we've done it when you do a food prayer just like thanking the animal for giving its life yes to help you be a healthy person like there's no downside to that it's going to make you feel better and it's just going to make you i don't know enjoy your meal more and the chances of digesting it 
are going to be even better. So even at like a biochemistry level, it's going to be good because you're in a good mood while you're eating or drinking something. It's better yeah. for you than like, I don't know, having negative intentions or watching the news. So it definitely works. Yeah, definitely. And so I've got my special cacao cup, as you can see. It was, I just bought it from Durham Market. It was one of the ones that got rejected and the fella gave us a, a cheaper, but isn't it nice? Yeah. So you just have an, a special cup. <laughs> it's just like the ritual of it, like you say, and it's just saying thank you to uh, Mother Cacao, putting your intentions into it, like good intentions or asking it a question and just sitting in time out and drinking it slowly. Yeah, and you get bonus points if you have a, a really hippie mogul, like, you know, with a picture of a jaguar or an eagle, yeah. you know, or some sort of like call Greek god on there. Animal. Yeah. And then, you know, calling the, the four points of the compass, face the sun. Yeah. And, yeah. And you get 10 extra bonus points if you put a picture of it on Instagram with, uh, with the mug <laughs> surrounded by crystals as well. <laughs> I was, maybe I've done that. No, I've done it with fire when I had my fire, fire and cacao go really well together. Oh, yeah. You know, like the elements, bringing the elements. Mm. So like earth, cacao is earth and then air, fire and water. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, next year you're going to get a witch's cauldron and you're going to be out there with eyes I'm out of, there, eyes man, of I'm mute. already and, uh... out there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's how I, I drink it. And it doesn't have to be like a massive, that like, you know, you don't have to get dressed up special or wear things. But it's, be- it's, well, it's better if you do, though. <laughs> it's better if you do and then put photos on Instagram. Yeah. But it is just like, I love it. I just think it just gives you a bit of time out during the day to reassess things and... Yeah, and like we spoke about in the, the caffeine and the coffee episodes, I really like that ritual of making something which becomes like an everyday thing, just like a drink, but it's the the enjoyment, the looking forward to it, the, yeah. it, like taking a bit of care over something, like cooking a nice meal, the more care and love and attention and the more you enjoy it, like why wouldn't you do that? Yeah, there is times where you just need to grab something or you don't have time yeah. to do a bloody ceremony, but when you have the chance to do it, it's really enjoyable. Yeah. I, I, it's just and, a little ritual and yeah. it doesn't have to take long and you're just like putting your intentions what you want to achieve or how you want to feel into the cacao and then just letting it do its thing yeah i'm gonna have to try it i've like say i'm a i've, I've never broke me cacao virginity so i'm gonna have to do it <laughs> But the way you were speaking about it, when you, you buy it in a kilo pack and then you wait on scales and then you take a hero's dose, I'm still thinking whether this episode is like, a, you know, whether you're secretly admitting to being a drug dealer. <laughs> you about You'll have to come over to ours and I'll, I'll make you a dose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just don't give me yeah. a hero's dose. We'll do a hero's um, dose together and we'll be like tripping around. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, it's it's really good and it does really combine with other things as well, like other like breath work or I don't know, like women's circles and mm. things like that. Really nice. You can and you also can make really good energy balls from it. Um if you mix it with coconut oil. Is it coconut oil? Not a peanut butter, that's what I use. Peanut butter and cacao and chili or something like that and that make really good energy balls what was those things you gave me once and you, you nearly put me in a and e because you put oh, that much yeah, chili that was, that was <laughs> chili. chili yeah i put too much chili in didn't i that was cacao yeah was yeah that was that was a hero's dose you get yeah uh, <laughs> to be fair i have been making these things for quite some time yeah. and uh yeah i did give you a bit too much on the mm. chili front and they were nice though they weren't once you got once you recovered from the dosage that i'd given you 
yeah but so if people are thinking like oh this is it's just a drink how can it how can it open your heart how can it do all these physiological things but if you think it's really simple we eat chili flakes and things it makes us feel hot um we can eat like sweet or sour foods and it can like it can give you a real immediate physical reaction yeah so exactly. cacao just does it on a more subtle energetic level doesn't it yeah it's it's a very yeah it's a, it's a high vibration drink so if we're thinking about raising our vibration and and energetics then this is a good one to take just to lift lift yourself up a little bit and, and then remind yourself during the day like give yourself a little boost yeah and the, the way i think is if people are like skeptical about this if they, they were doing it all those years ago without all this kind of modern research and scientific ways to prove how it works they just kind of intuitively intuitively knew that it worked um mm. the same with like other plant medicines like ayahuasca and stuff it still fascinates me how these kind of shamans and people knew how to combine plants and, and how to boil them and cook them and then set their intentions and have like a spiritual psychedelic experience where there was no textbooks and there was no research done just they were so in tune with nature that they, they said the plants speak to them so mm-hmm. somewhere down the line when they figured out some shaman or plant medicine doctor probably spoke to the cacao tree and or they just had a connection with nature and they figured out how to get the benefits from it yeah it arise from somewhere yeah exactly so it's all dead. It's it's really interesting. I always think, you know, I was thinking about this when I was driving back today, like how, you know, like how closer to nature that I get and you get, that the better we feel. And but the thing is, like, if we'd grown up in Europe, like four thousand years ago, we wouldn't have come into contact with cacao because we couldn't mm. be getting across the pond. But nowadays, because we've got globalization, we can take the best bits of all the different cultures, can't we, and just use yeah. them ourselves. There's another interesting theory which I heard as well that you know the maybe the past five ten years there's been a a real resurgence in psychedelics things like ayahuasca and mushrooms yeah, yeah. and things like that and um, one of the theories is it's the because the world and society is in a, a pretty messed up place at the moment that it's the plants where they've communicated with us humans to try and have more psychedelic experiences to realize what we do in the nature and how we all need to be connected and oh, not separate wow, yeah. so it's the plants where have warned us. So now we can get these psychedelics and cacao and other things and they can go global. They're not just local to that where it grows. They can now go global. And that's one of the advantages of the plant world, trying to spread its um, healthy message. Activate the enlightened ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, interesting, isn't it? Mm. So yeah, if you listen to Mother Cacao, she'll speak to you via your heart. there we go <laughs> that's it that's the end of it so yeah. yeah but do try it i definitely think you should try it and um, like like i say you can buy it in powdered form already or uh, buy it like i said blocks or you can get them in like little like shavings i guess but you do need to weigh out your measures so don't like just hire it all in be yeah, careful with it that sounds like an important part actually it'll probably tell you when you get the the packets or the yeah when you yeah, buy it, it. normally say on the back but um yeah because like with Stephen and his extreme coffee making, we've already got the little scales, so it was all right. <laughs> that's another, that's another part of the drug dealer thing. You got scales. You got yeah. scales, yeah. <laughs> I was saying the same kind of yeah. put my cacao in his coffee grinder, but he was like, no, no, you'll contaminate my coffee. Yeah. I was like, well, you might but, contaminate my cacao. I imagine it's probably like thicker than coffee is. Like, obviously, it seems quite dense. You can get it in a block and then shave it yeah. off. So I want Stephen's side there. Like, you'll have to get a cacao grinder. 
Yeah. Yeah. But you need to treat treat uh, with respect. Like all these plant medicines, it's mm. um, a respectful thing. You can't just go mushing around. That's what I get. Like these biohackers, I really like them sometimes, but everything's got to be optimal. And da, 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 da. I was like, just respect the things. Don't try and just hack your way through it. Like actually do the work. Mm. Yeah, I think that the biohacking comes from a good place. It's obviously in the field yeah. of health, isn't it? But yeah, it's um, it's like it's like anything. There's just there's there's people who just take it too far. Like the mm. people take things to the nth degree, don't they? Yeah, I was listening to a podcast with your favorite guy. I think uh, is he called Chris Ryan? Chris Ryan, the Sex at Dawn guy. Yeah, yeah. All right. He's yeah, he was, new... he was on um, was he on Paul's podcast recently? I don't know. Uh, he's written yeah, a new I'm book sure he was, yeah. called Civilized to Death. I right. think I want to read it. I might take it on my halls. All mm, uh, right, yeah. Yeah, he's an interesting guy, isn't he? He's, um, yeah, I'm sure he was on Paul's podcast a few weeks oh, ago. Oh, was he? Oh, yeah, that's what it might have been, yeah. And, oh, it might have been Aubrey Marcus. He might have been on that one. Oh, All right. Yeah. I'll have a listen because he really, sounds like a really cool, cool guy, actually. Mm, yeah. Christopher Ryan, he's called. All right, cool. Is there anything else you got on Cacao then? No, I'm good with the cacao, but definitely everybody try it. Um, oh, I was going to mention the, the protein powder that we use. Um, oh, yeah. That we got off Lee. Planet uh, Paleo. Planet Paleo um, is um, a really high quality protein powder. <laughs> My son's now started on mine, which is really annoying us. Um, but it's got no fillers or anything in it, has it? It's um, cacao, raw cacao. Protein, isn't it, collagen? Yeah, so it's literally just the. If you look at a lot of protein powders, the ingredients are like bloody as long as your yes. arm, aren't they, on the back? Yeah, it's mm, a yeah. of crap. But this one is um, organic um, bone broth protein. And then there's a, a chocolate flavor which has cacao, and I think it's got a little bit of cinnamon in. And then there's like a, a banana one as well. Again, just minimal ingredients, really high quality. And that's the best one I've ever had. I've had loads of protein powders over the years. And when you recommended it via Lee, I'd got on it straight away. And that, that's the only one I would, one of the only ones I would ever have now. Yeah, me too. So Planet Paleo. And it's like, it's the chocolate one that's got the cacao in, obviously. But it's yeah. like raw cacao. It's really good quality mm. for protein powders. Really expensive. But do you want to fill your body with fillers and chemicals and flavorings? Yeah, and just remember it's a supplement as well. You don't have to live your whole diet on it. Just have it whenever, if you ever do a workout or you're short on protein for the day, use it to, to kind of plug that gap. Otherwise, yeah, you're going to be buying a tub every week and <laughs> you're going to be 150 quid down. <laughs> yeah. Okay, then. Um, thanks for listening. We are on iTunes, Podbean, Audible, Alexa, all of those things. We're having a bit of a break now, aren't we, Dan, because it's summer? Yeah, we're going to have a little bit of a hiatus and then uh, come back in a, in a month or so, come back stronger. Exactly. Right. Well, have a great summer, everyone. And um, thank you for listening. And please remember to pass the pod and we'll see you on the other side. See you, everyone.